0: Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. As the Spirit gave them the ability, it wasn't them that had the power. It wasn't a seminary that they had been trained at. It wasn't a position that they had. The Holy Spirit gave them the power to speak these other languages. And not only were they... Amen. Let's get into the word. Uh, Today's message will come from the book of Acts, the second chapter. I'll be reading the first through the 21st verse. Again, that is the book of Acts, the second chapter, verses 1 through 21. I'm reading the New International Version. Let's see what the word of God has to say for us today. Hear ye the word of the Lord. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phryga and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, they have had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk as you suppose. It is only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. God's word for God's people and God's people said, amen. Pray with me, church. O Lord, our God, all hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown them Lord of all. Lord God, we come before you on this day, this holy day, thanking you for the opportunity to gather once again in your name. Lord God, you know the desires of your people, the unspoken prayer concerns, the spoken prayer concerns. We speak a blessing over everyone connected to the faith church family, those who are on the prayer list and those who are caring for those on the prayer list, Lord God. Lord God, we ask for forgiveness for any sins that we have committed by word, thought or deed against your divine majesty. Help us to have the discipline to repent and turn away and change the way we think of them. Help us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And Lord God, the same way that we ask for forgiveness, allow us to extend that same forgiveness to others. Lord God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Let this be a word that your Holy Spirit empowers and encourages those who hear it. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, For today, this time that we get to spend together, I would like to talk about a universal charger. A universal charger. Uh, One thing that you should know about me is that I keep a lot of chargers. I have chargers on my desk, I have chargers in my car. I have chargers in my backpack. I have chargers on my nightstand in my bedroom for all my devices, for my tablets, for my phone, uh, for my laptop. Uh, I even have chargers for my portable chargers so that I if at all possible, don't run out of power on the number of battery operated devices I have. I always want to be close to the power source. And I don't think that I'm alone. In that, And I'm not the only one that thinks about chargers because many of us have devices that run on battery power. It's not strange to hear somebody in conversation ask to borrow somebody's charger. Matter of fact, uh, they'll set a level of priority to it uh, by if someone asks, hey, can I borrow your phone charger? They'll ask, well, what percentage are you on? Because if I'm lower than you, you can't have my charger. (laughs) I imagine that the charger industry brings in a lot of revenue. I don't understand how I can buy one and then it fall apart after a couple months. And then I got to go back and do what? I got to buy another one. Uh, But when you go to a convenience store or a gas station, or a grocery store. When you get to the checkout line, they've got candy and mints by there, but now they've also got chargers so that you can make an impulse buy. You think you need another charger. You do not have enough chargers. You never can have enough chargers. And there are so many different electronic devices all made by different brands. Matter of fact, if you have an old version and get a newer version of something made by the same company, the charger may not work for that either. And so they make these universal chargers, chargers that work for different kinds of devices. Uh, That charger somehow must be able to connect the device to the power source, no matter what sort of device it is. That universal charger has to be able to give power to that tablet, that phone, uh, that, that portable charger, brick, whatever it is, it has to be able to get power to that device, no matter what kind of device. It is. And we find a universal charger of sorts in Scripture. In the passage uh, that I read, uh, the Holy Spirit is operating as a universal charger here in the Scripture. We find ourselves in the Scripture joining the disciples on the day of Pentecost. Uh, Pentecost was a Greek word for a festival that the Jewish people celebrated called the Feast or Festival of Weeks. Uh, The Feast of Weeks was called that because it was a week, seven weeks. It was a week of weeks. And they counted that till 49 days uh, from Passover. And that was the day of Pentecost. But not only does the day of Pentecost have a, Jewish uh, meaning, but it also has a Christian meaning because on the day of Pentecost, we as Christians mark the birth of the Christian church, that universal charger, that Holy Spirit that empowers and is poured out on the people. Uh, The book of Acts tells us that there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. Uh, All of the different countries that were named with the Parthians and the Medes and the Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia and Phrygia and Pamphylia and Egypt and parts of Libya all over Visitors from Rome and the Cretans and the Arabs, the book of Acts is not only called uh, the history of the church, but it gives us the vision and mission of the church. And that is a community of different people that is led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The people came from all over. This was not just supposed to be a social club of Jesus and the 12 or Jesus and the people that hung around that he really hung out with. This was supposed to be something that Jesus told them to do to spread the gospel all over the world. And so here we have an opportunity where the world has come to their doorstep. They are already there for Pentecost. Let's make something of this time. And so the Holy Spirit is there to operate as a universal charger because it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter how much education you have or don't have. It doesn't matter how much money is in your pocket. It doesn't matter what neighborhood you came from. You could have graduated cum laude, magna cum laude, summa cum laude, or thank you, Lord. It does not matter. It's poured out whether you are broke as the Ten Commandments or whether you have everything under the earth that you need the Holy Spirit is for all. And all these people coming from all over the world to be in this one place and living different lives and having different experiences, but the Holy Spirit is still available to work through them. The Holy Spirit is still a universal charger for them. It can charge up me and it can charge up you. And so we say we, we have a few things that the Holy Spirit has done that I noticed in the text and I will share with you at this time. First off, the Holy Spirit was promised. Let the church say promised, uh, promise, and write that in the com- comment section. Uh, the Holy Spirit was promised to the people. Um, Here you have this universal charger that was supposed to be coming, and when it came, uh, there were some people that thought they knew better. There were some people that thought they had had it figured out. These were Jewish believers. They they were not talking uh, to the enemy at this time. These were people who followed the same God. And they said that these people were drunk at 9 o'clock in the morning. But Peter lets them know that the disciples are not drunk. This is a promise. Uh, the prophet Joel uh, says, he, Peter quotes the prophet Joel when he says that sons and daughters will prophesy and young men will see visions and old men will dream dreams. This was prophesied to happen. God told the prophet Joel, and Joel wrote it down. Joel got this into writing, and then these, this was scripture that was handed down, and so that when the prophecy came through true, rather, everybody could know that this was a fulfilling of the promise. He poured out his spirit upon all people, the text says. I will pour out my spirit on all people. There's no exclusion. It's for God to offer to everyone. We don't get to determine who has access to the Holy Spirit. Is, is the microphone still working? We don't hear. He says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. This was fulfilling a promise. And if you have a problem with Joel, then why don't we take you to Jesus? Jesus said in John 14 that he was going, but he was going to send a comforter for them after he ascended. This companion, this comforter known as the Holy Spirit was expected According to the scriptures and it has now arrived just because it's strange to you don't mean it's not strange to somebody else If you spend some time in the Bible, you would see that this thing was coming This Holy Spirit was coming and God is not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should seek cause to repent If God said he was going to do something you best believe he's going to do it The Holy Spirit was promised and it came in God's timing, not in man's timing, but God's timing. It was promised. And not only was the Holy Spirit promised, but the Holy Spirit gave them power. Let the church say power. Put power in the comment section. Suddenly from heaven there came a sound like a rushing of a violent wind, and it it filled the whole house where they were staying. Divided tongues as fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each one of them. All of them were filled. All of them, them being the disciples, were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. As the Spirit gave them the ability. It wasn't them that had the power. It wasn't a seminary that they had been trained at. It wasn't a position that they had. The Holy Spirit gave them the power to speak these other languages. And not only were they given the power to speak these other languages, they were filled with fire. They've been, have you ever been touched by something hot. Have you ever touched something hot, you might say some things that you wouldn't normally say when you touch something hot. You might move at a pace that you don't normally move at when you touch something hot. You might you might do some things that you wouldn't normally do when you touch something hot. Uh, people use the phrase light a fire under them to indicate that they have been motivated or someone is about to get motivated other phrases such as fired up and running hot mean sort of the same thing the disciples got that power because the holy spirit gave them that fire they got power and it was like fire to them and it rested on them so that they could take the gospel to the rest of the world Uh uh-oh uh-oh, uh <laughs> they got the fire on them. They spoke in tongues, and it was not just about speaking in a prayer language that you can have your own singular connection to God. It, it, they got the fire, they spoke in tongues, they spoke in other languages so that the rest of the community could understand them. Amen. Amen. As Christians, we could use some of that fire to talk to the people in our neighborhood that don't look anything like the church. We all coming into the church and the neighborhood that is right around the church is still staying on the outside. Perhaps because we're not speaking the same language. We could use that fire on our Christian mouths to speak truth to power. Yes. We can speak truth to power and spread the gospel to the world, instead of just keeping the gospel to ourselves. The Holy Spirit gave them power. And not only did the Holy Spirit give them power, but the Holy Spirit was poured out. Let the church say poured out. Poured out, put poured out in the comments, God was not only determined to fill them with power, but the Holy Spirit came with this rush of violent wind and swept over the waters, like like the violent wind that swept over the waters. And, and, and the Spirit was there, and it was it, it, it poured out on the people and made it possible for them to communicate with devout Jews from every nation. It was community. Reverend Dr. Jamie Clark Souls, I know you get tired of hearing it, but I'm going to keep on saying it. can't be a Christian outside a community. Over and over again, we look at the model church. Over and over again, we look at the text. We look at what they're doing. They are not keeping to themselves. They did not say, this was a good thing that happened. Let us put up a historical marker to com- commemorate what what happened this day, no, they got filled with the Holy Spirit and started interacting with the other people. It was poured out and poured into the community. Amen. Jews from every nation we mu- they, they they spoke and it gave them the the power to communicate and made it possible. For them to communicate with other people, the spirit gave them ability so that everybody could hear in their own tongue. We must be involved with others when doing this thing called Christianity. It's not just for us. We are supposed to spread it out and we can't depend on somebody else to do it for us. We have a universal charger that is able to connect everybody to the power source. It doesn't matter what language they speak. It doesn't matter what neighborhood they've been in. It doesn't matter if they were born and raised in the church or if they've never been within 50 feet of a church. Can't even spell church. There is a Holy Spirit, a universal charger that is available to them all. And that same spirit is available to us today. And it is charging us the same way that it charged the first followers of Jesus. But our challenge is to receive what the Holy Spirit is trying to offer us and then share that with others. I'm going to say that again. Our our challenge is is to receive what the Spirit wants to offer us and then share that divine energy with others we are being given a holy spirit universal charger, not a bootleg one, but a universal one, and the power is put into the right spot. this holy spirit that came like a rushing of a violent wind and sw- it, 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 it it was there to help, and the Galilean disciples began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability, making it possible to communicate with them from other nations, no matter where they were from. It worked back then, and it can work today. The Holy Spirit was promised. The Holy Spirit poured out Uh, the Holy Spirit gave power, and the Holy Spirit was poured out. And the last thing the Holy Spirit did was preserve. Let the church say preserve. Put preserve in the comments. Everyone who called, when you preserve something, you do what? You save it. You keep it for later. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, Will be saved. That is what they were doing. That is what they were telling. That is what they were communicating to the people. And that same spirit that saved the disciples is the same spirit that saves us today. That same spirit is available to us today. And it is charging us in the same way that it charged the first followers of Jesus. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I say all the time, the hard work was already done. And we have a universal charger that we can offer, a universal charger that got power because the man, the, the one who knew no sin, put on human flesh and lived a life that we couldn't live and died a death that we could not die and became a perfect sacrifice for us willingly gave himself up. But because he did that, we all have access to eternal life. And that power that was operating back then is the power that is operating in the disciples now. I didn't read the passage in your hearing, but because of Peter making his first sermon like this, his first public sermon, being filled with the Holy Spirit, 3,000 people came to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. I imagine there were some different types of people in that crowd. It wasn't 3,000 of the same people. But the universal charger was available to provide and protect and pour out over and preserve all of those people. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open, and we invite you to come. Pray with me, church. God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for every good and perfect gift that comes from above. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that was promised The Holy Spirit that gives us power. The Holy Spirit that was poured out. And the Holy Spirit that preserves. We ask that if there is anyone that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, when they hear this message, that the Holy Spirit will do the work in them. That they'll want to know, what must I do to become saved? In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for watching this video. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Pastor Johnny Simpson Jr. on Facebook, at Pastor J. Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for watching and God bless.